This is a podcast from China Daily Hong Kong. Thanks for tuning in to an edition of Story Spotlight, where we engage with a CDHK reporter and dive deeper into a recently published story which drew a buzz. I'll be speaking with Shin Lan Zheng, a CDHK reporter, on a recently published story on NFT, non-fungible token, and how it exploded into the mainstream way back earlier this year in the market, among buyers, artists, collectors, and everything mainstream. Shin Lan Zheng, thank you so much for joining me onto the podcast today. Thanks for having me, Sam. The Twitter Jack Dorsey he quote unquote tokenized his first tweet, right? Precisely.、Wow. Presumably, from tokenizing it, people can purchase NFTs of it and have some piece of the history. Yes. This is Shinlan's fourth and latest piece published on the crypto sphere. An NFT is a unit of data stored on a blockchain and is a token that can be bought to represent a digital asset, like a digital painting or video. That's about as far as my understanding goes on it. But as a fairly new and constantly evolving concept within a constantly evolving sphere, most people have varying definitions and understanding of what an NFT truly is. Your last piece called "Buying into an Artist's Journey," which was published in late August, and it was really insightful and well put together piece on a very complex and fascinating topic of NFT. A lot of people don't really understand cryptocurrency for starters, let alone NFT, which is a non-fungible token. So, could you first share for our listeners in a nutshell what is an NFT and what it's mostly used for, and what is your general take on crypto and what you think of this offshoot that's come out of it? Ah,、uh, yes, I agree with you that NFT or、uh, non-fungible tokens is indeed a very trendy, I'd say, but also a complex concept that has grabbed much attention from public, including investors, art collectors, and news readers. Really, I think the craze started especially since every day, the first five thousand days of the digital artist people、uh, was sold for a stunning sixty-nine billion U.S. dollars at auction house Christie's in March this year. Right. That has really ignited the market sentiment and、uh, brought the concept to the spotlight. So back to your question, non-fungible tokens—they are unique, uninterchangeable atoms, which basically means that it cannot be replaced with something else. As opposed to, say, stock shares, dollars, which are fungible, meaning that one dollar is worth exactly the same as another dollar. Also, Bitcoin is also fungible. So a token is something that represents something else. So in the blockchain context here, it represents a tradable asset that minted, or you may say created on its own blockchain. So the owner of the token can use them to make purchases, or they can treat tokens just like another securities, or you can say stock shares to make a profit. So theoretically, each NFT by its nature, by design, is one of its kind, and each has a different and distinct value, such as for photos, stamps, trading cards. Right. Regarding to what is mostly used as currently, so basically NFTs can really be anything that connects with digitalization, such as drawings, music, or a tweet. <laughs>、uh, but、right. also, a lot of the current experiments is around using the technology to sell digital art. So, as for my personal general take, 
the crypto sphere is still at its very early stages. And just as you mentioned, like most people, including myself, are still like sorting out what the deal is. And a lot of people sort of know what they are, but deal when, when something else just emerges, they're like, okay, now a tweet can be a token. Okay. So I yeah. think basically there's a rabbit hole there. The more you know something into this topic, the more you realize that so much more that you don't know, right? Right. It's relatively new and it has made so much waves across the financial sector and uh, starting with the investors of these cryptocurrencies and then big companies like Facebook, they are also tapping into the market. The Elon uh, Musks of the world, the big names of the world also talking about it and bringing it to the mainstream. Yes, precisely. Yeah. And now the craze has come to NFT. It's allowed to purchasing these digital assets. But traditionally, the NFTs can normally be purchased by using cryptocurrencies where you can just buy it in cash. Right. So what do you get by purchasing NFT? So at face value, if you purchase an NFT, you can just uh, show it to your friends and say that you own this NFTs for right. just the bragging rights. But there's a many people are still under this um, misunderstanding that buying the NFT either gives them ownership of the underlying assets or to say a digital painting or some sort of unrestricted rights in terms of copyrights or other intellectual property rights. But in the absence of some like exact effect legal documents, an NFT buyer will probably not get any of this right. So that has been one of the key right. areas buyers need to be aware of when they make the decision to purchase an NFT. That makes sense. That makes sense. So basically by purchasing an NFT, you purchase an ownership mm -hmm. into it in this digital realm, but whether that translates into property or intellectual property right in it mm -hmm. in other ways is still gray area. Precisely. You can think it's like when you are buying like traditional art piece, like you are buying a drawing of Monet, you do not get the IP rights. You've written already articles about cryptocurrency in Hong Kong, but I wanted to get your opinion on NFTs in Hong Kong. You know, your article mentions that there is a growing NFT community to be found in Hong mm -hmm. Kong. And you gave examples like the Hong Kong football team that has done a joint venture involving NFT. But to my understanding, there's not any regulation on ownership of an NFT in Hong mm -hmm. Kong specifically. So could you help share some understanding on this and how this phenomenon is growing? Yes, you are right. There is, in terms of the regulations, many, including the policymakers and some law firms are still struggling to come out with more clear and actually guidance on this regard. So currently, NFTs that are a single asset with a single owner of like a, the token are, are typically unregulated in Hong Kong, and it does not require any particular compliance or license issues to deal with those assets. But it's worth mentioning that the SFC just last week has published a new warning, essentially reminding investors of the potential risk involved mm. in trading these uh, NFTs and security tokens. So I think I would say that Hong Kong, the policymakers in Hong Kong has been really cautious about its mm. development and they welcome the development of this uh, new concept, but regulations are greatly needs to address the market concern and to provide provide a clear guidance to the investors and the companies. Right. That makes sense. To me, the, the most interesting part of your article was the connection with the art world and what you're the art expert you spoke to, Sylvia Wang, had mm -hmm. to say about it. 
Sylvia Wang was echoing a lot of concern that the NFT market is a mixture yes. of good and bad and its effect can be barbaric. <laughs> that an artist coming out of nowhere and releasing a piece that is then sold at a sky high price mm -hmm. is very speculative. But, you know, at the same time, when I read that, I thought, but isn't the art trade world also a lot of a buy and sell thing? And it's a business like the NFT art craze. And it seems to me a lot of this experts and her sector's concern towards this NFT rise mm -hmm. is a lot, is a very similar to, you know, what Wall Street and a lot of different institutionalized finance has about cryptocurrency jumping on the mm -hmm. scene, snatching away control from a system in place that operates of speculation. So they're worried about this new version of speculation and uncertainty, but which is ironically how they operate to begin with. But to me, you know, I just want to say, in my opinion, at least NFTs and crypto, they are all about grassroots aspects that come with it. I suppose that come with anything that's new on the scene. And at least it's a reflection of the people and it levels the playing field between the old gatekeeper institutions and the common men. Yes, I think you are, you're absolutely right. I think inherently part of the nature of the collecting is speculation. People want to get financial returns after they purchase a artwork or any kind of security, really. So, of course, with the concept of NFTs, it might be some more of a matter of personal interest, like, so to speak, that you are buying into an artist's journey. Uh, the artist may be someone you can appreciate their work. Different parties are having, especially the big glamorous or like big controlling and big keepers, they have been really cautious or, I would say, cynical about this development. Is that I think that's sort of balancing the, the playing field between the big companies right. who have been dominated the market for so long and they have uh, benefiting from it so much. And for one, the nature of the NFT experiment is the decentralized nature of blockchain, which is the technology underlines the mm. experiment which allows these uh, artists or collectors they don't need to rely on these intermediaries like there's uh, big companies like the agencies auction houses instead the people who determine the people who determine what is good art what is not what is uh who is a good artist who is not Exactly. And now the ball is on the market or the collector's hand. The artists can just connect with collectors with each other on real-time base on these decentralized platforms, which can save them a lot of time and also money because they don't yeah. need to pay for the intermediate fees. So that's really a breakthrough into this digital art sphere. I think there are still many concerns around the NFT artwork experiment because some people may argue that the market is so speculative and uh, at face value, people are paying like six or eight figures to buy digital art, which is basically an JPEG. So people may worry that the NFT uh, experiment may take the art part out of the equation. But the market is still at its very early stages. Yeah, infant stages, exactly, yeah. Yes, so there are still many regulations to be established and many consensus to be reached among different parties, especially from the government side, and they need to sort of provide more fear and orderly regulations. And also, just like Sylvia Wang was, was suggesting that the different parties, including the auction houses, they have the obligation to educate the market they need to let the public know what is a good uh, NFT artwork and what is not. So the art world is very receptive towards this new phenomenon. Yes, I think uh, Christie's is the first major auction house to welcome this purely digital artwork, namely NFTs. Right. And, and following them, there's Sotheby's. They are also getting this experiment to the collectors. 
Mm. I think Christie's has been very receptive in right innovative trying new things. Sylvia Wang is the she's actually a uh, an art collector and she has recently bought one of the empty artwork. Her suggestion for the art collectors will be that uh, if you really are considering buying into an empty artwork, you probably need to start with considering the artwork done by already renowned digital artists like people were uh, because uh, otherwise it disrupts the whole thing. Otherwise, yeah. like for example, if 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 you Shinlan started speculating and buying my digital artwork, you know, and I, <laughs> something that I make, and then suddenly the whole market goes crazy, right? I think I would just just share more about my personal thoughts on this. Yeah, please. Uh, yeah, I think there are many rumors and concerns around this NFT experiments into the artwork. Probably as a market uh, observer, we need to. What I would do is just to to observe it and uh, let it develop, and not just focusing on the speculative aspect of it because right. it still has these very infant stages, and we need to have more patience. I think there are huge potential. Around it, especially with the blockchain, with the underlying technology. In the same way that at the beginning, people are very concerned, worried about cryptocurrency and everything that it it disrupts, because everything new by its nature is disruptive when it comes onto the scene. And it's no Precisely. different. It's no different to anything else that we have now in place. Whether it's a, a currency, dollar, we all just as though we all just collectively decided to put value into that. There's no difference between doing that and doing mm-hmm. uh, this with NFTs or Great. Bitcoin. Jinlan Zheng, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me. Thank you so much, Sam, for having me. That's all for this segment, guys. Until next time, stay healthy. <laughs>